When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the Gig Guy Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, founded by Firemen. With Chris Clark. The 2007 South Carolina class was, at that time, sixth in the country and fourth in the SEC. It's just amazing. West Mitchell. You know, I think for South Carolina, you're you're aiming to, to at least be at 50%. Then in theory, you're adding talent, you're getting better, you're putting yourself in a position to compete. And Tyler Head. It's been a great week for South Carolina on the recruiting front, still Certainly plenty to talk about on the home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. And welcome into the Gamecocks Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Tyler Head in the Herndon Chevrolet Studio. Wes, Chris, and Colin out at Firehouse Subs on Main Street. Sounds like things are getting plenty busy out there. Certainly you can go by, say hi to the guys, get some 107.5 The Game swag. Even pick up some free tickets to the baseball games coming up this weekend. And, of course, enjoy a delicious Firehouse Subs. It's getting busy in there, guys? Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we don't have any awareness of what's going on around us because we're in here stuffing our faces with some incredible Firehouse Subs. Larry Chandler, the owner, is here. He's actually going to, as long as he doesn't get too jammed up, Tyler, Okay. he's going to join us probably next segment. Okay, cool. Um, and we're going to talk about... Gamecock Sports and Sandwiches, which is always an outstanding uh, listen for everybody. So come on out here and join us. Get yourself a Firehouse Sub. Sub of the day, he actually gave us a platter of the Sub of the day. It's a Jamaican Jerk Turkey. We're going to check it out here in a bit. I've had it before. It's outstanding. Come out here. You can get it too. $7.99 for a medium. $5.99 for a small, but you're definitely going to want the medium. And then get yourself a 107.5 t-shirt. We have one actually signed. Uh, we have one signed by James Hicks. We have one signed by Nate Atkins. You can even come out here and get your Wes Mitchell or Colin Taylor signed shirt. What, what about a Josh Yeoman? Ooh. Josh Yeoman signed shirt. Now, I want a Josh Yeoman signed shirt. Form. Can I get one of those? Oh, everyone yeah. wants a Josh Yeoman. Okay. Shirt. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's going to cost you, Tyler. But <laughs> I work here. Why was it going to cost me? <laughs> well, I'm, I'm he, exactly charges, why, yeah. he charges employees, even. I'm, I'm Josh's agent. And, uh, <laughs> it costs what it costs. And. In true dad fashion on my end, great shirt to mow the, le- mow the yard in. These 107.5 The Game shirts. Mm, absolutely. That is a very dad answer. In action. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> you got, Tyler, we only know each other for a very short period of time. You got more of that coming your way. It's the, uh, yeah, it's the spring, so um, spring season, Colin Taylor. I got a Thatcher for Christmas. Yeah. I'm very excited about it. He will have lots of lawn talk. Um, I need he, is, he is an old soul at heart. Next time, I, I need to look at his feet and see if he's wearing new balances, I guess. I have a pair that I've new about, not, not like the typical dad like mono, <laughs> you know the ones, but I do have a pair of like blue New Balances. I'm of the artist. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay, guys, you've had uh, some recent conversations <laughs> with with. Uh, okay, guys. Tyler's <laughs> like, let me stay it, and right, say it, this. How do I transition away from cutting the grass in New Balance <laughs> shoes? It's not an easy thing to do. But anyways, on GamecockCentral.com, Wes Mitchell has a story up right now after a recent conversation. 
with Coach Beamer, you know, talking about Nick Eamon Worry, who of course had an All-American season playing at the safety position as a freshman. But Wes poses the question, is he maybe even better as a linebacker and could we possibly see him playing there this fall? Well, um, and, and I, I'm still getting over Tyler. Did you hear the inferred, okay, guys, shut the, you know what, up? <laughs> I did hear it. In, That's why I that sentence. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I did. Have to keep us on this track. This is actually, yeah, this is um, two, this is one of my two favorite off-season topics uh, for this off-season. Okay. Um, my other one is, will Nicholas Harbor return a kickoff? I'd say that. For South Carolina at six foot five, two 235 pounds. Um, and will he be the biggest kickoff returner in history? Actual kickoff returner, like not an offensive lineman who gets their moment of glory and catches one as an up back, like E. Doug attempted to do. But yeah, so we, you know, we asked Shane Beamer mm-hmm. on Wednesday, and um, I actually don't have it pulled up, but I know Chris does. He gave he gave an interesting answer, Chris, in that he did not completely discount it, mm-hmm. and he even told us. Hey, whenever I add a new prospect's name to my phone contacts, he puts the position beside it. And now this would have been added, you know, two years ago. <laughs> but it says LB for linebacker, Nick Emanwari in his phone. Um, he believes still to this day. So, I mean, I, I don't think they're going to completely – rewrite the book on how they want to use Nick Eamon Worry. However, um, uh, it was at least interesting to me that Beamer wasn't like, you're an idiot. He was an amazing <laughs> safety. Why would you move him? He at least sort of saw both sides of this argument. Yeah, and to give you a little bit of what Beamer said, I'm not going to read an entire paragraph for you, but I'll paraphrase a little bit of it. You got one camp Beamer said there's a lot of people that say, hey, look at this guy. Why wouldn't you play him close to the line of scrimmage at all times because of that size, speed, and physicality? But then you've got the other people who say, no, why would you do that? Let's have him clean up on the back end. And, and Beamer's quote was, he's got so much range, he can be the last line of defense and clean things up. Both would have merit. I think you could put Nick at a lot of different places, but he could do a lot of different things. And we'll continue to try to evolve what we do with him and what we do defensively as well. Very, I, I really liked his point that he made, Wes, when you think about the last line of defense for Nicky Minori. Because what what game? I think it was the Georgia game. He had like 14 solo tackles or something like that. That last line of defense argument is a pretty good one. Uh, now, I think he could thrive really anywhere you put him. But you're, t- you're talking about a kid who's one of the fastest players on the team. Eventually, we'll solve this dilemma. We'll, could could be the could be the fastest player on the team potentially, um, especially in like a forty if, if that's what you're measuring it. Um, one of the most physically impressive guys on the team when you just look at the the size. So certainly, the size speed ratio is probably the best on the team right now, um, and he can just do a lot of different things for you. That makes it. Very intriguing and almost difficult to figure out what to do with him. Is the answer maybe somewhere something in between? I mean, probably. I hate that answer because you want him to be one or the other. No, no, no. I just for purposes of my discussion, okay. I, I want it to be one or the other. But I, th- I think you're right. I think I think Beamer's answer 
um, was a very much, even though you could say, oh, he walked both sides, his answer was actually a very much not coach speak answer. Like, I, I think, yeah. I think there's something to take away from that answer because he didn't just completely discount it. You know, he said, look, that it's a, it's a conversation you continue to have, I think. And, you know, Beamer told us, I believe this was part of a completely different um, portion of this conversation. We were talking about position changes. And he said, look, you know, we're constantly having conversations about could this guy play here, could this guy play there. You're, you're always trying to manage your roster to get the best 11 on the field on each side, right? So you have to keep having the convo. It, it would be much easier to try him at linebacker if he wasn't so daggum good last year at safety, you know? I mean, yeah. You, you don't want to slow his progress by experimenting too much, which is po- that is possible to do. You want, you want him to get as many reps as possible. You know, I, I think the, the, the beauty of Nick and his skill set is that he, yes, has all those physical traits we talked about, size, speed, athleticism, combination, but he has the things that go well beyond whatever you could take, you know, whatever you could um, do in a, um, in a, uh, um, you know, like a track situation. Yeah. And uh, I think that with Nick, the instincts were there, the tackling ability. I mean, this is honestly, I don't really think I'm exaggerating. This is one of the most sure tacklers I've ever seen South Carolina have, mm-hmm. honestly. And that Georgia game, I remember Nick comes off the field. He's banged up. I think he may have rolled his ankle. It was some lower body issue. Comes out. They look at him. Then he's right back on the field. There was a drive where I swear, <laughs> I swear he made every tackle. Probably didn't really, but it just felt that way. And so you, there, there is a little bit of responsibility to try and, and you know, do right by him and find the best spot for him, I, I think. Um, I, I think Nick even Worry could be an All-American linebacker. Um, I, I, w- I want to make the argument of moving to, him to linebacker. He's up to, what did I say now? What is he listed at? 6'4", 220, 225? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Um, he's getting into linebacker range. You know, however, he could also potentially be an All-American safety. And, you know, I, I think the answer comes down to what Beamer said at the end, which was the, you got to get your best 11 on the field. So what's going on around him, I, I think, is going to play a role in that. And the thing about evolving the defense and evolving how even worry is used, I, I think what that means is, you don't necessarily have to have a different letter designation yeah. beside Eamon Worry's name. 
But, uh, you know, I think to your point earlier, maybe you move him around even more. I, I would have loved to have seen, and you have to have the depth to do this, when South Carolina's in those dime looks, or even when you're in a more athletic nickel look and you're getting extra DBs on the field, leave him and worry on the field, but maybe as maybe you play him as a quote-unquote linebacker in those nickel pass situations or dime situations, and um, he's big enough to still hold up against the run if they try to sneak one in on you, but continues to allow you to get athleticism on the field. Had uh, Going back to the last line of defense points, 62 solo tackles last year, 85 total, so 62 solo tackles. So there's direct evidence he's, he's a cleanup guy. I think also, Wes, you know, you mentioned getting the best 11. Beamer mentioned getting the best 11 on field. It probably depends, you know, if you go through spring and you feel pretty good about linebacker, which certainly athletically, I think they're even better at linebacker this year. They've got to improve their production there. But athletically, they're they're pretty good. I tend to think that Eamon Worry's probably still a safety next year. Very early prediction. But that he plays in the box, and they make plenty. Last year, he played 315 snaps in the box, and I think 170 like slot corner designations, which, I'm in air quotes, can't see me, is probably a box designation, too, out of like 900 snaps. So he played in the box a lot. I think they may tinker with that a little bit more, maybe play him in the box, as you alluded to, like a bigger nickel, something like that, even more. But generally, I get the feeling, because there's still not tons of proven depth at safety, you still got to give him some run there as well. This is the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Tyler Head in the Herndon Chevrolet Studios. Wes, Chris, and Colin out at the Firehouse Subs on Main Street. We'll see if they can snag their special guest for the next segment. You're listening to 107.5 The Game. Get past people! Get past the Back in on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Tyler, Wes, and Chris along with you. And uh, Wes and Chris, it sounded like it on the other end, but have you guys been able to secure Larry from the busy uh, busyness out there at Firehouse Subs? <laughs> we have Mr. Firehouse himself, Larry Chandler, here joining us. Uh, again, we're live on location at the, would, do you call this the USC? USC, yeah, USC. USC location. Um, come on by, we got free T-shirts. We got, Josh has been yelling at me to tell everyone, <laughs> we got free tickets. So uh, women's basketball on Sunday, um, if you want to see these seniors play their last regular season home game, which uh, has to be the best senior class in school history. And that game is sold uh, out, do by that. the way. Come on by. It, it is sold out, um, except for if you're Josh, apparently. So <laughs> Josh has tickets for you. Uh, Larry, appreciate you having us out again, oh, man. Um, appreciate all the spread here that you have. Um, how are we doing? And have you, have you been tuning into some basketball yourself? Yeah, I've been watching uh, some women's and men. Uh, it's been pretty exciting. I caught the end of the Alabama game. I was traveling, so I caught the very end. The other night, it was exciting. I thought we were going to pull it out. I mean, they, they played hard. Uh, proud of them. I mean, but uh, they, uh, they're making progress, which is always good to see. So. Larry, let's uh, – football question. I don't think we've t- – we haven't talked football with you in quite a while. Uh, so I, I told everybody we were going to have you on to talk football and sandwiches. Okay. Um, Gamecock <laughs> sports and sandwiches. So – we were just talking about, uh, let's get you to weigh in on this, Nicky Minwari, obviously outstanding freshman season last year. And Wes is, ha, has an off-season obsession, <laughs> to put it lightly, of the question of whether or not 
Nick Eamonwari should be a linebacker or a safety. Of course, he was a safety last year, but played down in the box a good bit. Do you have an opinion on this matter? Wow, you caught me up by surprise. But, you know, it's yeah. good. Uh, he's such a fast guy. You know, he reminds me, he's starting to remind me of taller Ronnie Lott. I mean, you know, he's so physical. But uh, And then seeing him run on those highlights of uh, against uh, Him and Brown. A.B., oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, that's incredible. But uh, I could see him down there. But, uh, again, I, for some reason, I, th- I think during the ball game, uh, Ronnie Lott came to to mind watching him, but uh, you know, I think Lot was probably six two. I think but, uh, a beast. So he's going to get better and better. I, he's incredible. Yeah, <laughs> so he's one of my favorite guys out there. He, he just plays hard all the time. They they all do, but this guy is phenomenal. So. Well, you know, we were talking. He's not just big, fast, strong, physical. The instincts, yeah. the ta- the tackling ability, yeah. is what um, you know. I watched a lot of ball. You've seen a lot of guys who are big and fast. Yeah. But then he rarely misses tackles as well. I mean, how many – we're talking about it. I think that's the best case you can make for him to stay at safety. How many times was he like the last line of defense yeah. last year and he makes the play when it's one-on-one where if he misses a tackle, it's either a long gain or, you know, even possibly a touchdown. Yeah, you think about uh, being a freshman, and uh, you're right. I mean, he, you know, it takes a while to get used to the speed and the angles. And uh, he, he – I can't remember missing a tackle. I'm, I'm sure every player does. Uh, somewhere, but uh, he was incredible. I mean, uh, you, you forgot, I forgot that he was a freshman uh, half the time. Uh, and so, uh, and DQ kept getting better and better, too. The two of them, just incredible to think about those two guys, and, you know, they're going to get better and better. So. Yeah, a couple of local guys um, that weren't highly recruited. Right. Um, shout out to DQ. I think I saw his dad tweeted this is maybe his birthday today. So if it oh, is, wow. happy birthday, DQ. Two local guys. Um, I'm, you probably have a firehouse subs near. Both of their high schools, right? They're from oh, Irmo, yeah. oh, definitely. Spring Valley. Oh, yeah, definitely. Is there firehouse subs in their high school? I know you well, got, Irmo is right, right corner. down. Uh, we got two uh, on both sides of Irmo, and then we, we have one right across from Spring Valley, and then uh, they end up, Kroger end up tearing down, putting gas pumps there, which yeah. still not happy about that. We're, we're trying to get back over there. But, uh, yeah, we used to have one right over there across from Spring Valley, and, and of course, Irmo's one right down the street. So I, I always – enjoy seeing the local guys um especially you know dq was a late take in that yeah. class and um i still remember when beamer was first asked this i think after one of the scrimmages and he was asked about some young guys maybe he was asked about nicky memory and without being prompted about dq he threw dq into that conversation and i remember our ears sort of perked up because they're like that's interesting yeah. he's already talking about that freshman who played quarterback in high school, you know, wasn't really on anybody's list, I think, of a freshman who may impact yeah. and then comes in and, and plays very well, very well um, as well this past season. Yeah, they season. both did. That was an incredible freshman season. I mean, two of the most impressive ones I've seen come in. Larry, I know you'll get an opportunity uh, go out and check a little bit of spring ball once it gets started. Anything in particular you're really curious to see or excited to see once we – get to see a little bit more ball at some point next month yeah i think the uh you know seeing uh you know the progress probably uh of the uh uh wide receivers of you know just the progress of the offense i think that's gonna be pretty exciting uh saw some glimpses of it and then uh probably see uh see how that defensive progressed with the young guys and you know we got we lost some people so uh just uh it's always fun you know to see what's next you know what's coming up and you never know who the next uh, dq or you know nick's gonna be you know 
hopefully we'll find some. But some of these uh, guys are already in school. I'm excited to see them. I mean, they, they've got some um, enthusiasm. You can tell they love, they couldn't wait to get here and see how, how they're going to look. So, uh, uh, Speaking of that, I, I love this location because you are on campus, and you kind of it's a very different vibe than um, some of the other ones we've been yes. in. you got students walking by yeah. all the time. Um, how, how often do you get over here to, to this location? Um, I was over here a couple weeks ago. It's mm. one of my favorites. The reason is because of the students. I mean, it's such an uh, energy level when they come in here. You can tell they're busy and they're buzzing in and out. And, uh, you know, just uh, you know, reminds you of being in school way back, for me, way back when. But, uh, you know, I'd love the energy being here. I would, I would love, if I was a general manager, I'd love to be in charge of this restaurant because it's just fun. How long has this one been here? Uh, since uh, 2006. August 24th. Okay. It's getting ready to be uh, 17 years, believe it or not. And, uh, and I tell you guys, you used to be a laundromat here. Um, when I was in school, I could come over and do my laundry. Most of the time, I got these ladies, sweet ladies, to fluff and fold my... That's how lazy I was. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so it was pretty cool to see. I didn't never imagine, of course, then that you know, you'd own a firehouse subs in the same location you know you used to frequent and of course the pool hall was downstairs um so pretty cool yeah we we chris and i were in school oh, when this i, I, remember I think here. i remember I when remember it opened <laughs> i think i remember the grand opening yeah if, if it was an 06 yeah. i remember yeah. I, I definitely remember coming in here yeah, yeah. 633 main street y'all can come yeah. by we got free t-shirts free tickets um you watch much baseball Larry, I'm uh think I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I can play hooky, but you know Sunday's the big thing. You got the women at 12, and then the baseball at 1:30. I'm thinking, okay, I, maybe I can figure out how to get to both of them Sunday. So I'm hoping to get over there. Uh, they they're pretty daggum exciting so far. <laughs> wow, I didn't see that one coming. But uh, that's uh you know after last year, I mean, yeah, you didn't yeah. hit that many home runs, and then it's like about every guy's hitting home runs. So uh, it's a uh, pretty exciting. So I'm gonna. If not today, I'm going to try to get over there Sunday and um, watch a little bit for sure. I got to see the women's game though. I hadn't been enough games over there. Got to see that class because they, gosh, I, I look at that class and quite frankly, you make a case they could have won four national championships if they mm -hmm. could win this year. Because you know, four four years ago during COVID, they definitely should have. And then you know again had opportunity for four. That's mm -hmm. quite a class. Yeah, so, I mean, you, uh, they're phenomenal, phenomenal people and uh, fun to watch. So. You, you rarely see, you know, obviously there was the hype when that class came in. It was number one recruiting class in the country. You don't always see it actually pan out right. on the court to where it plays out like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we see it just maybe from a media standpoint. What's it been like for you from a, a big Gamecock fan standpoint? Just every, I mean, they're, somebody posted their overall record of this class. I don't want to get it wrong. I'm not going to say it. But it is their overall record since they've been at the University of South Carolina is insane yeah. uh, what, what has it been like just uh, they've rewritten well i think you, you think you're right to see that talent i mean uh you know um and they play so well together i mean they sacrifice their i mean uh, uh they sacrifice their stats for the well-being i think yes. they're teaching the next group of of ladies coming up and players are coming up uh, how to play and win together and being superstars because with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, uh, but it's, uh, it's been an unbelievable ride. It's been a very quick four years watching them play and um it's been a privilege so i mean so i hope they finish it out and they deserve it for sure 
Uh, absolutely, um, Larry. Again, we appreciate it. Again, Thank he is y'all. Larry Chandler. What um, what are you eating on today, Larry? You got a, <laughs> you know, you got a quite uh, a spread for you us. You know, we here, got man. a uh, we got a new uh, LTO coming up by next quarter, and I sampled a little bit today. We didn't have any coleslaw, but it's called a triple stack. It's going to be ham, turkey, and and brisket coming up, yes. and uh, that'll be available next quarter. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a great great uh, sub. So I did. I made me one with yeah. coleslaw a while ago, and I think I, I brought. I think yeah, I we, we had it. Yeah, it was, so it's gonna be good, especially with the coleslaw. So. Yeah, and the uh, it has the barbecue sauce yes, on there too. Sweet baby race. Yeah, That's so. what set it off. Yes. I feel like. Yes. Uh, put it over the so, top. Uh, look forward to getting that sandwich in and, uh, and so forth. So, but uh, hope everybody comes by to see us today and eat some subs at Firehouse all over the place. So, thank y'all for what you do. Appreciate you very much. Thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah, you. appreciate you, Larry Chandler. Uh, Larry, we appreciate you too. And uh, yeah, if you're listening, come on by. We got shirts. We got tickets. And uh, Tyler will uh, shoot it back to you for now, man. Yeah, that sandwich, by the way, sounds really delicious. Might have to go over there and grab one myself after I get off today. But Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Wes and Chris out at the Firehouse Subs on Main Street. Tyler back in the Hernan Chevrolet Studios. We'll be right back on 107.5 The Game. Gamecock Central Takeover Hour with Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. And back here on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, Tyler, Wes, and Chris. Thanks again to Larry uh, Chandler for joining us uh, in the last segment there. Um, and he mentioned in that segment, you guys were talking about the Gamecocks football team. Very, very excited to see the progression of the wide receivers. And one guy that could possibly have a, a role in that wide receiver group is D'Angelo Gibbs, who was a very late addition to the 2023 class. And Chris, you have an article right now up on Gamecock Central just kind of detailing exactly how D'Angelo came to be a Gamecock. Again, it was a very last-minute addition and took a lot of people by surprise. Yeah, it's a fascinating story. Um, thinking back to signing day, you know, there weren't a lot of surprises or anything, right? You kind of had a general lay of the land. And then USC puts out a graphic, kind of welcome, hey, welcome new signees. And here's D'Angelo Gibbs. And you go, what? Like, that D'Angelo Gibbs? Right. Sure enough, it was him. Former uh, Grayson product out of Georgia. Former five-star um, in the 2017 class? Or was it 16? It was one of those I think two. it was 17. I think it was 17. And... Former five-star, I remember watching him in camp. Um, I think it was one camp I was at. It was him and Demetrius Robertson just going back and forth and playing uh, receiver and DB. Was that a decade ago? <laughs> it's coming in it's, on it, it's man. close. Uh, yeah, I mean, it really was. It was probably uh, it's probably like 2015, maybe even 14. So, yeah, it was very close to a decade ago. I, I find myself doing that more. Hmm. I'm like... Man, that wasn't 30 years ago. It's like, yeah, it was. Uh, but, yeah, he was he was a phenomenal athlete out of high school, super highly rated guy. Georgia won that recruiting battle. He was a DB there, moved over to Tennessee, and was a receiver there. And the way that it kind of popped up, again, Tyler, appreciate the plug. Go read yep. the story on GamecockCentral.com for all of it. But um, had a connection, actually, to Derek Moore, who's South Carolina's executive director of – character and player development i hope i got his title right i think i messed up uh, a word it's or a two. very long title it's a long title so um had a connection to him and just kind of had been in the transfer portal for a while had frankly been away from the game a while Wes reached out visited and just decided to walk on and so 
right now he's working as a DB, but he could certainly end up being a receiver. Shane Beamer pointed out to us that some people at Tennessee, when D'Angelo Gibbs there, was there, thought that he could be a really, really good receiver. So they'll sort out what to do with him later, but kind of, kind of an intriguing take there, Wes. I think that um, the funny thing was, I think Beamer's <laughs> response um, when um, when Derek Moore brought up D'Angelo Gibbs was uh, that D'Angelo Gibbs, which is the same one as you. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, don't get, I don't care what they say. They snuck this one in on us on signing day. Oh, yeah. It was not... That, those graphics came out after the press conference. The yes. press conference was not mentioned. Uh, he was not mentioned in the press conference. And it's like, wait, what? Um, shout out to our, our buddy. I don't think he's listening, but uh, other Chris P. will say. He was he was the one texting us like, what is D'Angelo Gibbs doing on this uh, signing list? And, uh, you know, so I think it's one of those things, much like we've talked about with, like, a Nicholas Harbor. you, you got to establish fair expectations. And, you know, I, I think it's not fair to there, – there was some talk, you know, like, oh, this guy was a former five-star. He was indeed a former five-star. But you can't put that – you can't really frame it like that, I think. This is a very low-risk, high-reward decision by South Carolina. And, you know, if he can recapture some of the things that made him great in high school, then um, obviously that's outstanding for both D'Angelo Gibbs and for the University of South Carolina. But – uh, you know, I don't think you have to put expectations on that actually happening. Uh, I think, for one, first it's going to be about getting back into playing shape and just getting in a position to where, I mean, it's not just about being a great athlete to, to excel at this level, you know. And I, I think getting into football shape, if you haven't played for a little while, that's um, that, that's a it's an easy sentence, but it's tough to actually do in, in real life. So, you know... I tend to like, though, when schools get very, what would the word be, very resourceful about adding talent. If you're at South Carolina, you're never going to just completely out-recruit everybody else, although this 2024 class, um, in some ways, they, they may are. do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they maybe are. But, but in general, you have to be resourceful. You have to try to add talent any way you can. If you get a guy like this with the upside he could potentially still have, Without spending a scholarship, that's a it's a savvy move. I think. Be smart. Be resourceful. Save a scholarship. You know what else you can save on Wes? I'm guessing it involves insurance. You can save money on your insurance, and you can do that by switching and saving with Amy Mason Cup and State Farm. One really cool way I think uh, that you can do that is to download their Drive Safe and Save app. It has dynamic new features like interactive maps and driving tips. You can earn up to 30% savings, actually, by just downloading the Drive Safe and Save app from State Farm to get started. Or you can just call Amy Mason Cup State Farm or stop by her office over there on St. Andrews Road. That's in Ashland Park Plaza. The address is 612 St. Andrews Road, Suite 4 in Columbia, just off I-26. Amy Mason Cup is a South Carolina native, a local agent. She and her team can give you a personalized quote help meet all your insurance needs, and help you save just like they did for my family. All sorts of policies, home, auto, business, boat, renter's insurance, life insurance, Medicare supplements, and much more. Call her today, 803-772-5554, or visit her website, amymasoncup.com. That's Amy, M-A-S-I-N-C-U-P-P.com. Make sure you ask her about the Drive Safe and Save app so you can drive safer. 
and save money. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Wes, looking at D'Angelo Gibbs, just a fascinating career path. You know, third third SEC school, and, and I totally agree with you. You have got to temper the expectations because, and I'll, I'll, I'm guilty of it. When I'm writing a story about D'Angelo Gibbs, oh, you start looking at him five stars. You, you're going to put the former five star because that, that is what he is, and it's because it's an interesting story. You know, if I just put D'Angelo Gibbs transfers to South Carolina, you know, people ah okay that sounds good or Gamecocks get walk on receiver. You know, not as intriguing. This is a more intriguing story. Former five star, but, all caps, YouTube style. Like, <laughs> yeah, put the, the emo- can you put emoji. emojis in a title? I don't think we have that capability, but. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You know, he has sat out. He's been away from the game for a long time. Like, you're not just talking about working yourself into playing shape after, you know, being away with an injury. Or, uh, you know, certainly you think about the COVID year. You know, 2020, you had some guys that sat out that year. Gibbs was one of them. And then you come back and you're working yourself into playing shape. You know, he transferred to Tennessee ahead of the 2019 season, had to sit out that year, sat out the COVID campaign, and then didn't play in 21 on the field you know, he's still part of a roster at that time so it, in more shape but he's been away from the game on the field for a while and he's actually been away from a program itself for a while too so a good bit of work to do there but whatever you can there is talent there to kind of harness to take advantage of but if he can just end up being even just a good special teams player for Pete Limbo I think that's uh, a really really big plus for the Gamecocks so did I share with you guys my personal connection to D'Angelo Gibbs? No, please do. So, so I, I know I talked about this with Jay and Terry after this, uh, you know, came out on signing day. But we actually went to the same elementary school back in Covington, Georgia. Um, so wow. he he was a year or two younger than me. I had a lot of like classes with his sister and stuff. If you ever interview him, don't bring up my name. He's not going to remember me. But um, <laughs> we played against each other a lot in like rec baseball and stuff. I remember seeing him play like you know, football next to the baseball fields and stuff like that. So I've, like, known about this guy for a very long time, so I've always had a very particular interest in his career. He went to Grayson, obviously ended up going to Georgia and, uh, you know, kept tabs on him while he was there. And then, you know, like you said, just kind of disappeared once he got to Tennessee. And I, like you, was very surprised when I saw that graphic get put up on signing day, and there he is on the on the Georgia part. And I'm like, wait a minute. That D'Angelo Gibbs, like you guys said, um, and it was funny seeing the reactions from a lot of the people around the Georgia program. Like, oh, well, we just thought this guy disappeared forever. Now he's South Carolina Gamecock. Okay, interesting. I have a great Devonte Schuler story like that that I will share after the break. If are we hitting a break, Tyler? Yes, uh, we can do that on the All other right. side. You're listening I, to Gamecock Central Takeover Hour, presented by Firehouse Subs, 107.5 The Game. Presented by Firehouse Subs. Founded by Firemen with Chris Clark, Wes Mitchell, and Tyler Head on your home of the Gamecocks. 107.5 The Game. 
Back on the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour presented by Firehouse Subs. Tyler West, Chris, and Colin along with you, the boys out at the Firehouse Subs on Main Street. Before the break, I had shared my story about going to elementary school with D'Angelo Gibbs and like everybody else being surprised when he popped up as a Gamecock on that graphic at the end of signing day. And Colin uh, teased it before the break. He had a personal story uh, to share for himself. Yeah, so it was Devontae Schuler who played basketball at Irmo High School, if I'm not mistaken. That was before I was really covering recruiting. But he went to Dutch Fork Middle School, with my, and he and my brother were the same grade. Um, so I was at SEC Media Days. Fast forward, Devontae's getting ready to go into his, I believe, senior year, or his final year at Ole Miss. Uh, the lone year, Kermit Davis, full circle, made the NCAA tournament. And I'm talking to Devontae, um, and the way they have it set up is they have little tables or stands that you go talk to the guys, and then you have like a main area right like 10 feet from there where you're working. Um, so I interviewed Devontae about a few things, and I sit back down to work. And I mentioned at the end of it, I was like, oh, you know, we're both from Irmo, and, you know, you went to Dutch Fork Middle. My brother went to Dutch Fork Middle. He goes, oh, that's cool. I'm working, and about 10 seconds later, the SID sports information director standing by, Devontae taps me on the shoulder and goes, Hey, man, can you come back over? Devontae wants to talk to you a little bit more. I was like, yeah, sure. And he goes, and so I go over, and Devontae's like, I feel like I've seen you before. And I was like, well, my brother, like, uh, I was like, like I said, my brother went to this one. And he goes, what's your brother look like? And I was like, me, but fatter. And he goes, I know that guy. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like yeah, he's like, he's just a little bit more chunkier. Like, he's a, you know, built a little bit heavier than I am. He goes, I know exactly who you're talking about. I know who you are. And I was like, yep, all right, cool. And he laughed about it. But that was my Devontae Schuler story. Well, if we can ever I don't get, think I have any. I, I was gonna say, if we can ever get Gibbs in here for like a Garnet Trust hour, I'll say, hey, remember every elementary school? Yeah, you, it's like we were talking about yesterday. Like the surest way to get somebody to do something is to tell them not to do it. So you said, don't mention you. I'm 100. Oh my goodness, no! Oh, first first yes. thing we, first I, I thing can mention. I can um. a thousand percent guarantee you, he has no clue who I am. It's gonna be awkward. It doesn't matter. I'm, no. I'm still gonna ask. It well, he's gonna matter. know you now. That's the thing. <laughs> oh goodness, what have I done? Like this guy, T- Tyler, this guy right um, here. Tyler was, uh, you know, I think it's always interesting. Guys that go on to like play in the NFL or play in the NBA or, or be great college athletes, it's always kind of fun to look back. And it did was he a guy that already had like a name around town? Like, did y'all know this kid was going to be a monster or it wasn't really like that? I mean, because again, I remember him from like recreation days, and I think he may have moved away in middle school. So as you're kind of coming up getting noticed by like by like colleges and stuff i don't think he was still in covington at that point in time before he went to grayson high school where he graduated from he was actually at peachtree ridge so i I don't know what age he went over there i just remember him you know probably till around maybe fifth or sixth grade something like that um again i think he was a year younger than me i know i had a lot of classes with his sister who is my age um but again i just kind of remember him up until about the end of elementary school and then he just kind of popped up as a name on recruiting boards a couple years later, and I was like, oh, wow, good for him. Yeah, I I think one of those guys that you mentioned, Wes, that just like, not not local to me, but somebody that everybody knew coming up was Stefan Gilmore. Like, when I was talking to Ellis Johnson recently, he was kind of recounting that, because, I mean, Ellis, when he got to South Carolina, first of all, to back up, Ellis recruited and even coached high school ball in that area, like that that corridor from Gaffney, the Rock Hill schools, 
And so he has a lot of longstanding relationships. So when he got to South Carolina in 2008, he, you know, was very behind, obviously, on Stephon Gilmore, but really just kind of dove into that one. And the story that he told me, Ellis did, was just like he compared Stephon Gilmore to Jim Thorpe. He's like he was like Jim Thorpe in Rock Hill. He's like from the time that he was like in elementary school playing like Pop Warner ball all the way up to high school, like he was just so much better than everybody. So you could just tell that he was going to be a star, and he he kind of had a star presence in the in that place too. You, you think Ellis introduced himself to Stefan back when he was like, like did he have the the vision to be like, hmm, maybe one day I'll be in college and and recruit this guy? <laughs> um, I, I really don't think so. Actually, <laughs> there uh, I, I watched a um, at the time somewhat prominent uh, coach at another school in the state. Um, who was in Rock Hill watching, um, uh, oh gosh, Darion Kendrick. Oh, yeah, watching I DK, this. Yep. Um, play, and his brother was like, I don't know, seven? <laughs> I, I don't know, I don't, my age is wrong, but it's very, very, right. very little brother was on the sideline running around, you know, looked, I mean, looked athletic, but the kid's seven. <laughs> and this coach, like, basically dropped his business card off um, yeah, you know, hey, you know, just to, trying to trying to make a memory for the kid. I'm sure, just in case, like, hey, we're recruiting his brother. The the genes, the bloodlines are there. So he literally dropped it on the ground too. Yeah, so it could not be said that he gave it to him. Exactly. Um, <laughs> pretty pretty awesome moment. But so Gamecock fans may not care about this, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. For me, <laughs> growing up, um, Ivory Latta, who went on oh, to yeah. uh, play yeah. in the Final Four. Uh, UNC, WNBA, uh, she's coached at UNC. The I went to high school with her. She was a year older than me. She was amazing, and she would play baseball um, growing up. I mean, this is when we're like 10. She played baseball. She was the only girl in the league and was a pitcher and just striking people out, like dominating <laughs> kids. So... You already knew growing like she started she started on var for basketball when she was in the eighth grade, and it was already obvious that maybe it was seventh grade. But it was already obvious that she was going to be an absolute star, and she ended up being. I mean, there's a you can go back. There's a picture of her Sports Illustrated, um, you know, headline picture is her and LeBron, the num the number one women's and number one men's high school basketball player in the country. For that year, how many points did she drop? And uh, what did she have? Some famous game? Well, she probably had a bunch of them. Yeah, no, I was there in the playoffs. Um, I cannot remember who it was against. Seventy points. <laughs> I was going to guess sixty. I couldn't no, remember. Seventy. Well, speaking of dominating, I know we got one or two minutes left, Tyler, but we got to make mention of this. South Carolina's women's basketball team is dominant um, under Dawn Staley. What she's done with the program is amazing. Wes, you were talking about the record of this senior class that's going to be honored against oh, us. I was going to say I have it, but you have it as well. <laughs> yeah, so I added it up, and as you know, guys, I'm extremely poor at math. Well, I will make you feel better. We have the same number. Okay, good. And mine comes from Chris Wellbaum, So. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I, I double calculated it to be sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 121-8 and eight over the past four seasons. 
Um, and that includes they've lost three conference games only in that time. Obviously, the 2019 and 20 season, they were unable to even get a shot at the national title that they were the presumptive favorite for. They went 32-1 and that year. Tournament was canceled. Then they made the Final Four. Then they won the NCAA championship, and now they're undefeated with a chance at another one. Yeah, they're a missed layup in a yeah. COVID-19 pandemic away from three straight titles. From a, from from a three Pete and a, may, a maybe four Pete. Dynasty level it, stuff. Do you all know what their home record is? Ooh. I think, what, one loss at home? 55 and one at home. Ooh. Senior class. Who was the lone what? loss to? <clears throat> See, Colin, that would fall <laughs> in the terms of questions you don't ask on air. Anybody got well, no, We should that, know the answer. That, that is a don't. thinking out loud Colin. We should know moment. the answer. And we that don't. is a thinking out loud um, Colin moment. Was it... Was it Missouri? It feels like it's always Missouri. No, they lost on the road. To they Missouri. lost to NC State okay. in 2020. Okay. There you go. I mean, it was in 2020. It doesn't really count, right? 2020? 2020 doesn't count. They lost at home. Yeah. That one didn't count. No. I agree with you, Tyler. All right, that'll do it for today's edition of the Gamecock Central Takeover Hour. Again, thanks to Larry Chandler and Firehouse Subs for having... Chris, Wes, and Colin out there at the Main Street location. We'll be back on Monday, all in studio once again. Halftime show with Jay is coming up next right here on 107.5 The Game. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.